Located just north of downtown Milwaukee, Grafton, Wisconsin is the heart of it all. Bustling festivals, family events, and live entertainment are what we're known for. Business or pleasure, Grafton has it all. With a thriving economy and a warm community, we're the perfect place to get away. You don't want to miss this. Welcome to Getaway to Grafton. Welcome to Getaway to Grafton. I'm Megan Shellwatt, Special Events and Tourism Promotion Director for the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce. Any time of year is the perfect time to check out local breweries and tasting rooms for local craft beers throughout Ozaki County. I'm so excited to share with you some of my favorite places for a cold brew. Let's get started. Our first guest joining us to share why you won't want to miss the 024 Tap Room in Grafton is Paul Alexander. Paul is one of the owners of 024 Taproom, and we're so excited to have him. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Megan. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell us a little bit about where the concept came from for 024 Tap and why you chose Grafton as your location. Well, I've lived in Grafton for over 20 years. I raised my family there. I'm actually a personal trainer in the daytime, but I've developed really? a- Yes, believe it or not. But I developed <laughs> a, a passion for craft beer. As I grew up, I, I've always uh, loved food and whatnot. And one of my uh, good friends in Grafton was the first president of the Potosi Brewery. Okay. And he wrote me into helping uh, volunteer and do events. And that grew into the part-time sales position while I was staring down the barrel of two college tuitions. Okay. And I enjoyed that, but sure. I wasn't making much money. Sure. And I saw a need in the community, so I stepped out in a limb, and there we have it, the 024 Tap Room. Very cool. So I myself, unfortunately, have not been to 024 Tap Room, but in a way, that's kind of a good reason why I get to talk to you about this. So tell me about the concept of 024 Tap Room and, and the experience that you're hoping your guests will have. Well, what Grafton didn't have was, in my opinion, great craft beer selection. There's some good, some good food to have, and there's a, a couple good beers you can find in the community. Okay. I wanted to offer something different. Sure. So I do have a full bar. I offer wine, a little bit of spirits. But if you look at my sales report, almost 90% of my sales every month are my 12 taps that rotate constantly. Excellent. And that's what people come to see are what I have on tap. Okay. Very cool. So what are some of the popular taps that you have that people can purchase? Uh, right now, the beer that's being talked about is I have a beer from a small brewery in Oklahoma called Prairie. Okay. And they do a big flavorful stout called Bomb, and they, I have Christmas Bomb on right now. Okay. It has cocoa, coffee, vanilla, cinnamon, and ancho chilies in it. Ooh, that sounds fabulous yes. with a little kick. <laughs> it, it, it's actually a very subtle, sweet chili taste. It's not hot or anything. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So where does your inspiration come from when you're choosing the beers that you want to have at your location? Well, I do kind of track what's in the immediate neighborhood. And once again, the point is, is just to be different. Sure. So I just want to offer something that nobody else has. I will have to admit, I will pick beers that I like too, sure. that I think will sell. Then also, obviously, we're trying to run a business. Sure. I always have some stouts on. I always have some IPAs on. And I always have something that the, shall we say, the novice craft beer person would honor too. I actually have Spotted Cow on right now in honor of their 25th anniversary. Oh. Wonderful. Tell us for those like me who have never been to 024 Tap, where are you located? We are in the Arts Mill in Grafton, Wisconsin. So most people know where Atlas Barbecue is. So okay. if you come in off Highway 60, go into the main drag of Grafton and go to Atlas. And we are a block east on the river in that beautiful three-story blonde brick building. 
on the ground floor, and we share the uh, common areas, we call it, with AM Coffee Roastery. Oh, wonderful. Very cool. Now, I recently saw on social media, you guys are offering a, a pretty cool event that you have, uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies, Elf. But it sounds like throughout the year, you guys offer some really unique concepts and ideas. So tell us about some of the things you like to do throughout the year at 024. Well, we've done movie night a few times. We've shown Elf. The last movie we showed prior to that is we showed Cheech and Chong's Up in Dreams for their 40th anniversary. <laughs> That made, that made me feel really old. Love it. <laughs> but um, we're doing Elf. We did Christmas Vacation last holiday season. And Very we've shown cool. The Big Lebowski. Okay. We've shown The Pink Panther. And I just like to show those kind of funny off-the-wall movies. You know, Absolutely. We'll do trivia. We'll sh have some movie snacks. You know, have a beer. Just sit and relax and enjoy it. We're very chill and low-key, so I just like to do that. And the other thing I would like to say is our two-year anniversary is actually coming up, and that's going to be on Friday, January 4th. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Doing anything special for the anniversary? I've just been kind of stashing some very special rare beer, so I'm building up and selling it has the two-year epic tap list. Wonderful. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that and hearing all about that. <laughs> So I understand that 024 Tap Room currently doesn't sell food, but you guys offer some great variety of little snackies that are available. So tell us a little bit about that. So we serve a house Chex Mix, we serve a spicy beer cheese dip, and we serve our quote-unquote the house crack, our sweet and spicy nuts then to our, our <laughs> waiters. And we also do have food trucks during the summertime. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Fantastic. I like the, the house crack. That, yes. that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> So tell us, Paul, do you rent out your space for events? We most certainly do, and we're on good terms with AM Roastery, and we can certainly expand that space so we can hold up to 100 people if we have the coffee shop then, too. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. Very cool. Well, and it is a really cool location, too, for those that haven't been to that area. You're right off the river. Exactly. There's plenty of parking. It's, it's really unique. The patio is just the highlight, and I really try to tell people about that. We are dog-friendly then, too, so if you want to come down and hang out with your dog in the patio, that's a great thing then, too. Excellent. Wonderful. So I also saw, Paul, on your website and through social media that you guys also offer live music. So tell us about that. Well, our kind of house band is She's Right, I'm Left, a young couple from Jackson. Okay. Dave and Jenny. And they come almost monthly. And they play for 45 minutes. And then their friends come up and take turns jamming them. It's a quasi-open mic. It's a, We have the coffee shop open. It's just a great, relaxing night. We've had Matt Tyner come. And I'm looking to have some new bands come this summer and play out in the patio then, too. Oh. Wonderful. That would be great. So, Paul, I actually got the opportunity to attend uh, a really cool event that happens in Grafton. So tell us a little bit about that. Last year, we had the first annual Beer on the Bridge, and we actually took over the bridge outside the Arts Mill. We had 35 breweries from uh, all over Wisconsin, a couple from Chicago, too. We won't hold that against them. Uh, we had four food trucks. We had over 100 beers to sample, and it was just a really neat event. What I thought was neat is that the village actually called me back and said, you're doing this again next year, aren't you? I said, yes, we are. <laughs> it really was cool. I brought my stepson, and so we were checking out, you know, the layout. Yeah. And we love the food trucks. That was a big highlight for us. But you really had some unique beers available. So I'm excited to hear that that's coming back. Yes. One of the reasons I opened the tap room is to bring some juice to downtown Grafton. And that's one of the ways we do it. Well, Paul, where can our listeners learn more about 024 Tap Room? So the two best places to find us are on Facebook, the 024 Grafton's Original Tap Room. Okay. Or on the phone app, Untapped, U-N-T-A-P-P-D, no E. So you can now follow us on all those events. Wonderful. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us today, yeah. Paul. I'm super excited we could have someone from Grafton, especially about beer, here on the show. Well, it was great to be here. Thank you very much, Megan. When we come back, we're going to hear about the unique offerings available at Fermentorium Brewery and Tasting Room. Take a ride on southeastern Wisconsin's premier trail through friendly communities offering activities that will please your entire group. Enjoy touring Ozaki County while biking, cross-country skiing, wildlife viewing, inline skating, walking, and running in an off-road environment which is safe for the whole family. For more information, visit innerurbantrail.us. Welcome back, Getawayans. Here to share details about the ultimate experience you can have at the Fermentorium Brewery and Tasting Room is Jenny Andreas. Welcome to the show, Jenny. Thanks so much, Megan. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. So first, I'd like to congratulate you on your new position with the Fermentorium and also congratulate the Fermentorium for being a part of Cedarburg now over a year. So congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. It's um, been an exciting transition so far. So tell us a little bit about the history of Fermentorium and, and how things came to be here in Cedarburg. So the story of the Fermentorium is that sort of the overarching kind of vision for it is that we're unleashing imagination while preserving tradition. Okay. And that's, that's our core foundation. The word Fermentorium actually means a place of fermentation. Okay. And that word sort of stuck with our founder, Christopher Volkman. And the concept of the brewery actually dates back to 2007. Okay. And kind of came out of Christopher's backyard and home garden that he had. Okay. He was inspired by the idea of the 1890s elixir carts. Okay. And sort of the somewhat eccentric alchemists who piloted them. Wow. And so Fermentorium was sort of originally envisioned as a three-barrel brewery, which would focus on mixed fermentation and foraged ingredients in okay. sort of that farm-to-table fashion. Okay. And Christopher at one point had even picked out a farmhouse where he was going to purchase it and convert it into a brewery. Well, you know, things change and things happen. And that concept sort of wasn't forgotten. But what kind of began as a hobby for Christopher turned into a love. And of okay. course, he got lots of education, went to lots of conferences. And sort of that vision involved to what is now the Fermentorium Brewery and, and Tap Room. Excellent. And so after all those years of sort of homebrewing experimentation and hard work, the Fermentorium found its home in Cedarburg and opened its doors to the public in early 2016, and we are now a 20-barrel um, brewing facility. Wonderful. Yeah. Excellent. So touching on the development and the, the look and feel that the Fermentorium wanted to go with, did it start with only like a one barrel? Was it always 20 barrels? What was sort of the goal for this? I think it's just sort of organically grown as sort of the vision, and it, it's still transpiring. So we're a 20-barrel craft brewing facility, but we are also expanding. And so um, we're excited to announce that we will be opening a second location located in the Wauwatosa area. Excellent. And that will be the Fermentorium Barrel House and oh, wow. tasting room. Okay. So It'll be storage for a lot of our beers that are getting barrel-aged, okay. including our, our sour beers but then also expose that area to everything that, that we're producing at the Fermentorium. Wonderful. So we're excited. Yeah, absolutely. You guys should be. That's very exciting. So I noticed that there's a lot of exciting things that are happening at the Fermentorium, both when it comes to new launches of beers or, you know, for beer lovers or just looking for something to do. There's lots of things that are available at the Fermentorium. So tell us a little bit about that. There's no lack of things going on. So every week, every Thursday, we release a new brew. Okay. Which is, you know, a lot 
to do every week, but we constantly want to be inventing and releasing new new beers to the public. So every Thursday, you'll see on our social media what we're releasing, the style of that beer, and kind of what to expect from that. We also do lots of events. We have an event space that's available to rent, as well as we're doing yoga twice a month. And so you can come and do some downward dogs and grab <laughs> grab a, a draft beer um, after you're done, which Love if it. you're like me, like there's got to be a purpose to the exercise. So if there's a beer at the end, that's all good. The light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know... We're, we're getting into the holidays, so we've extended some of our holiday hours to make sure everybody can get out with their friends and family. We've just expanded our big to-go cooler, so I don't know if people always realize they can stop in and grab our four-packs or oh, our mixed six-packs. Yeah, grab them to-go, take them home. But then as we move out of the holidays in the new year, you're going to see some new pairing events. Okay. So we're working again with Cedarburg Popcorn Company in the new year. Oh, wonderful. You'll probably see an, another Girl Scout cookie pairing. <laughs> Which was a favorite. Is a favorite. <laughs> and, you know, as a longtime Girl Scout, as an employee, I'm really excited to be able to put those two worlds together. <laughs> Absolutely. So that'll be coming. We also, this last year, began a partnership with Healing Patriots. Okay. Which is a nonprofit organization in Ozaki County that is serving the needs of our veterans. And we're very proud of that partnership. We did a fundraising event with them in November, and then we're scheduling our first annual fermentorium golf outing in June. But in the meantime, we are actually working on a new recipe and a new beer that'll be a veterans beer. And oh, so wow. that will have its own unique recipe. It will um, have its own can and be an opportunity for us to share our craft, but also give back to those who have, have served our country. So we're really excited about that partnership. Oh, that is amazing. You know, and especially for our veterans, that, that's a really cool idea. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So touching on, you know, you were, you were mentioning a lot of really cool events that you guys offer and you have this really unique event space. You know, our Grafton Young Professionals just had their Christmas party at your location. Mm -hmm. It is stellar. So tell like us it. a little bit about that space and how it can be used if someone would like to host an event with you. Sure. So our event space has capacity to hold approximately 70 people, and that's it can be closed off separate from the tasting room or okay. kind of opened and people can flow. But seats about 70, and we can set it up all kinds of, of different ways. And like you said, it's a very flexible space. You had the young professionals out there. There's space to play bags. We have a pool table out there. And it gets you sort of in the heart of the brewery. You know, it is in our functional um, warehouse space where the brewery is. So there might be different smells, different sounds going on because <laughs> you're in the heart of the brewery. But sure. I think that's what makes it unique. And it makes it, you know, kind of fun and comfortable to be in. Absolutely. You had mentioned bags games. My understanding from a social media post not too long ago is you guys offer bags tournaments. So if those are available for people, tell us about that and the time of year for that. Sure. So we run bags leagues seasonally. So right now we're running, um, we actually have two leagues on Mondays and Wednesdays. Okay. So for those who are serious about bags and maybe want to get their winter game on, you know, get it ready for that tailgate season, you know, <laughs> in the off season, they can participate in those leagues. We run them for approximately 12 weeks okay. and we have 14 to 20 teams per league. It costs about $50 to, to join and includes t-shirts, koozies. Drink tokens, we do a lot of prizes, and then, of course, have lots of food and beer specials for those who are oh. participating. So it's great because we have the space, you know, yeah. and, and people who love just coming out, having fun, playing a little bags. It's a great, great opportunity. We'll also run um, a summer league there. We'll take it out into our parking lot okay. and enjoy those, those summer days. Excellent. So my favorite part about Fermentorium is you guys have some pretty unique 
food and food specials that are available. And one of my favorites that I have seen on Facebook is the monthly dog. So tell (laughs) us about the dog. (laughs) So yeah, specialty dogs are kind of becoming my favorite thing to promote just because it's the creative aspect of what we can do. And I think we have a great little niche here with our specialty dogs. So we work with Schweiz and use their smoke hot dogs. So, you know, making sure we support our local businesses. Absolutely. In Cedarburg. But then we get creative depending on the time of the year. So right now we have our Christmas ham dog. <laughs> so that is the Schweiz smoke dog topped with honey glazed ham and then a fresh pineapple relish on a toasted bun, which pairs really well with our pineapple juice packets IPA right now. So great little pairing. Love it. But yeah, we've had, you know, a buffalo dog. We've had a chicken parmesan dog. I'm not sure what's coming up for January. I've kind of been joking. We should do the keto (laughs) dog, which would be just a dog on like a leaf of lettuce. But, you know, that's not really (laughs) probably up everyone's alley. But darn it. (laughs) Yeah, some really great and fun creations we have. So we always have specialty dogs as well as we do wing Wednesdays. So we have boneless wings on Wednesdays. You can get them for 50 cents a piece with a full pour purchase. We have uh, soft pretzel sticks, some snack mix, tater tots. So a lot of kind of that quick bite food that pairs really well with our beers. Excellent. And I'm going to ask you the cheesy question. I just got to do it. What is your favorite beer that you have at Fermentorium? Oh my gosh. I don't know if I have a favorite. I think for (laughs) me, first of all, so I'm still new and so I'm excited about every beer. But for me, beer is really the style that I like depends on the season. So right now we're in winter, we're bundling up. So I'm going for something that I feel is a little bit heavier, a little more comforting, more the darker style. So I'm going for stouts. I'm going for brown ales, something that has a little bit more. The beer we're releasing this week, you know, has got a little higher ABV at 8%. The gift Berkelis Ding, hard for me to pronounce, (laughs) which means dangerous thing in German, you know, has that sort of soft sweetness to it. You get some banana and clove flavors. Oh, yummy. But then comes in with kind of a maltier taste. And then, like I said, the 8% ABV. So you're going to take this one a little slow, a little steady. Okay. And she's going to creep up on you and make you (laughs) you love her. But then, you know, as we transition, you know, um, probably into the new year, you know, we go back. For me, I'd go back to the IPAs, which feels a little cleaner, a little crisper. Sure. You get some of that bitterness back. And then as we move on, we'll probably um, start seeing Sombria, which is our Mexican lager. We're releasing um, Sombria Oscura, which is a dark Mexican lager. Oh, wow. And so those will be some of my favorites as we transition from spring into summer. So really not a favorite, just a time of year, you know, that I enjoy different, different beers. Excellent. Well, I just love the enthusiasm you have for beer. I mean, when you walk in there, I can tell that not only do you love the products, so does the staff. So it's really helpful. Tell us a little bit about the training that goes into it for the staff so that they kind of know what to tell people. Yeah, the staff, you know, really, they learn about all the styles. They learn about the ABV percentages, the IBUs, the the percent of, you know, hops and, and bitterness that's in each of the beers. They are knowledgeable and they become very passionate about those beers so that when People are coming into the tasting room. They really can get some education about about the craft beers we're making. I think what I've learned so far working with the Fermentorium and working in a craft brewery is that there is such passion in the craft brewers. Absolutely. They, they really put science behind it and really try to create things that are unique, that they can call their own, that you might not see sure. on an everyday basis. So it's it's been really um, educational and fun. And our staff, like you said, are super knowledgeable, super passionate about our products and are excited to share that with anybody that comes in. Excellent. Well, I love it. 
So where can our listeners learn more about Fermentorium and everything you're offering? Oh, Megan, where can they not? <laughs> so, of course, we're on all the social media platforms. You'll find us on Facebook and Instagram and Google and everywhere like that. So we're constantly updating. We have our own app, which is available um, for Android and Apple devices that you can download. And so we're putting constant updates. And when you sign on to that and download the app right away, you'll get some discounts to come in and and start trying some of our beers. We also have our website, thefermentorium.com as well. But I think the best place to learn about it is to come into the brewery and tasting room. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you so much, Jenny, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to meet with us. Really looking forward to stepping back into Fermentorium and trying some of those weekly beers. Thanks for having us and cheers, everybody. And thanks for for letting the Fermentorium come in today. You bet. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got another great brewery destination to share with you. Don't go away. Looking for the perfect gift this holiday season? How about a Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce gift check? Your gift recipient can enjoy the luxury of using their gift check at any Grafton Chamber participating location. Checks can be made out for any dollar amount. Choose from salon services, local dining, small shops, gifts, hardware, and more. To purchase your Grafton Chamber gift check, please stop by and see us at 1624 Wisconsin Avenue in Grafton, Monday through Friday, or call us to make a request at 262-377-1650. Welcome back. Joining us to share exciting details about Inventors Brew Pub located in Port Washington is Adam Drager. Adam is the owner and head brewer at Inventors Brew Pub. Welcome to the show, Adam. All right. Thanks for having me. You bet. So to start off, tell us a little bit about yourself and how Inventors Brew Pub came to be. All right. My wife and I are both uh, engineers by training. We went to school at uh, UW Platteville. Oh, wow. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed technical things, and homebrewing is one of those hobbies that for some reason, just engineers gravitate towards. <laughs> okay. So I joined a lot of homebrewing clubs and, and brewed a lot of batches to try to refine the process. I sure. enjoyed that part, but it was also creative. I got to I gotta cr- creatively make new flavors that maybe nobody ever made before. Sure. And uh, at, one, at some point, my wife actually encouraged me to, she said, uh, you realize that you work all week as an engineer and you brew all weekend. And he's like, if you'd <laughs> ever go professional brewer, you could brew all week and have your weekends free. That's right. I'm like, well, that's so true. Well, <laughs> until you own your own place. But it was true when I was working for other people. So I left engineering and went back to beer school. I went to Chicago and Munich, Germany. I graduated in Munich with a diploma. There's actually a beer school. Yeah, I, I got a diploma. Wow. Isn't that fun? Oh my gosh, I need to see this. It's, it's, on, it's on the wall. <laughs> it's on the wall at Inventors. You can come visit it Very anytime. Very cool. So we moved out to Denver, Colorado after that. Okay. And I got to watch Denver blow up from like 160 breweries up to almost 400 breweries in oh s- less than God. six years. Wow. Yeah. So clearly there's a lot of excitement about beer. And when you're on that wave, you're really riding that, that, that wave. Sure. So I got to experiment with stuff and made some wasabi beer and, and catnip beer wow. and, and and people drank it because yeah. it was everybody wanted the newest greatest things and absolutely and garnered like 17 medals for my beers while i was out there yeah yeah and at some point my wife and i wanted to move back to wisconsin and i'm like i'd, I'd like the weather too much in colorado but she's like yeah you can, you can open a brewery and so that kind of <laughs> helped push it over the edge that i want to move back to my home state excellent so kind of getting a little bit of history from your website about where you're located, it sounds like your building that you're located in has some 
pretty interesting historical background to it. So I'd love to hear that. That was another thing too. So I was also a consultant for breweries out in Denver. And okay. I always told people, never start a brewery less than three barrels. Okay. It's too difficult to, to make it work. Okay. I mean, you can squeeze it by, but you won't make much money. It's just, it's, it's a love of it. You, if you want to make any money, you got to be at least a three barrel. Okay. I did not take my own advice. Really? I have a one barrel brew house. <laughs> But, but I'm asking myself, why would I do such a thing? I don't and, know. And, and it's because of this building. Okay. So okay. Well, thank you for that question. Uh, the building is located essentially right across the street from Veterans Memorial Park. Okay. And I have a lake view, lakefront oh, lake view. Yes. I have seen many social media pictures and gone, boy, would I love to sit outside and have a beer with that view. So that's one of the reasons I like the building. And then the other reason is just the historical aspects of it. Sure. This building is the last remaining building from the old brewery that used to be on this site. Really? Yeah. So back in 1847, the Lakeside Brewery was founded. Okay. Lakeside, because it's right there in the lake. <laughs> sure. and, and they had a cliff there so they could dig caves into the side of the hill. Okay. The refrigeration wasn't even invented yet. Wow. And so then they were Lakeside Brewery, they changed names a few times to okay. Port Washington Brewery and Old Port Brewing Company. Okay. Old Port is famous for its slogan, the beer that made Milwaukee furious. Wow, that's a strong slogan. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> so I just like the historical aspects of this building. A hundred years, it stood as a, as a brewery. And then the last 70 years, it's been home to the clubhouse for the American Legion Hall. Okay. And then now we're brewing in it again. Oh, how so exciting. everything old, it's new again. That is so exciting. So for those that haven't been out to your location, such as myself, and I, I really need to get there. I keep saying so. So I'm going to make that happen by the end of the year. Tell us a little bit about some of the exciting things you offer, like your mug club and your punch cards. Okay. One of the things I like to do is educate people. Okay. And so I've tasted approximately 250 styles, give or take. People can subjectively say how many styles of beer they're out there. But sure. I've, I've had every single style of beer for the most part. Okay. And I want to let people experience these for themselves. Sure. So I kind of distilled them all down into 20 categories of styles. Okay. So by choosing one of these 20 beers, you've kind of had something from each country, but okay. maybe not every cuisine from every country. Sure, sure. So I have the 20 different beers that you drink, and we'll give you the punch card for free. Okay. And if you complete it, we I laser etch your name on the wall. And you're emblazoned for all time. With wow. Bragging rights and, and that such. That is pretty stellar. And that's step one. <laughs> if you want to join the mug club, then that's step one. Okay. Not, now you can join a traditional mug club where I give you about $60 worth of merchandise for 50 bucks. Okay. And you get 25% more beer for free. Wow. 15% off merchandise and a yearly mug club party. That is super cool. So major incentives to be in the mug club. Yeah, but it gets people to, they have to go through the punch card first. Absolutely. You can't go to Harvard and say, I want to become a doctor. Here's, right. the, here's the money. Right, you right. You have to actually get your education first. Absolutely. Well, that is a really cool concept. That's awesome. I also hear that you have a really great selection of food. So tell us a little bit about that to yep. Uh, yep. enhance the excitement of being an Inventors Brew Pub. I've always wanted to have the food component. A lot of breweries that you go there and you're hungry. So you have one or two beers and like, okay, now we're going to go leave. Right. Go find a place to eat. Right. And I, I like having both the food and the beer there. We are famous for our gourmet burgers. Okay. Always fresh patties, never frozen. Yummy. And we also do poutine which is a French-Canadian oh, yes. dish. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar, it's the typical traditional one is French fries smothered in gravy with cheese curds on top. 
But uh, people know us famously for our Wisconsin brat poutine. Okay. Which you replace the gravy with beer cheese. Oh, yummy. And then you have deep fried cheese curds and brat chunks. Oh, I haven't had lunch, so that sounds really good. (laughs) I I, I like to joke with people that it comes with the side. That's so much food. Why would you need a side, Adam? Well, because it it comes with the side of defibrillator paddles. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, that's that's super cool. Yeah, um, so kind of changing it up a little bit, you know, besides the food and the beer, you guys offer so many fun incentives and reasons to come into Inventors Brew Pub. And one of your things that you have is your trivia night. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. There's a lot of uh, companies out there that it's like a chain where you can pay them to come in and do their trivia for you. But since we and our inventors, we like to invent and make a lot of our own. I've built a lot of our own tables and our chandeliers and a lot of the signage that you see is all handmade. Sure. I thought, wh- why would we, you know, go buy a trivia program? Right. It'd be nice to build it from the ground up. Sure. So my bartender's name is Bill Clark. Okay. And I named him Bill Clark the Trivia Shark. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it works pretty well. We've, uh, we give away a lot of prizes. Okay. So, you know, we've partnered with some of our, our vendors and we give away six packs and tin tackers and hats and shirts and Very nice. three flights of beer. And at the end of each night, there's a $50 gift card okay. to the grand winners. But lots of, lots of fun drawing and just people always have a blast. Awesome. Now, is this something that, you know, is open to the public? They can, you know, come on a, a random date that you're having it? Or is it like a league where you, you have to register and you're, you're coming to every event? It's open to the public. It's free. It's always on Wednesdays. But we kind of do a component of both. So you can just show up and just play that one night. Okay. And you can win prizes. You can still win the $50. But we also have this kind of this ongoing league thing. We're encouraging you to come back week after week. Sure. And there's sort of these grand prizes at the end if you've accumulated the most points from week to week to week. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Two games in one. <laughs> That's awesome. Love it. So besides all the fun things that you have going on with trivia, I really get a kick out of watching you guys on social media. So, you know, for those that are, are looking to follow somebody that's got some pretty funny stuff going on, you got to definitely follow Inventors Brew Pub on Facebook. So tell us a little bit about some of the things that you do on Facebook and other accounts that you have. Yeah, sure. One of the first reasons we knew that people wanted to engage with us so much is they could help name our beers. Sure. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes we already have an, a name picked out. But when we're really struggling, we just go out to and we crowdsource the name of the beer. And one of the first really successful ones was summertime. I wanted to make this lemon forward beer. Okay. And so I used lemon grass. Okay. And lemon peel from the lemon. Sure. And I took a picture of it with my silo in the background. Okay. My silo has just got my big logo on it. Sure. It sits out in our front lawn. And it was a really great photo because it was a sunny day. And then we said, hey, who has got ideas for names for this beer? Sure. I said, well, your first beer is you know, on the house if, if we select your name. Sure, absolutely. And so people would make these comments, and then other people would vote on those comments to see if you get lots of votes, then people love your name. Sure. When people were going back and forth, and then it came to one name, and everybody just threw their hands up in the air and said, yep, that's, that's the winner. <laughs> we're not even going to try anymore. That's it. <laughs> and the name of it was called Lemonardo da Vinci. Oh my gosh. It fits the lemons and it fits the inventor theme really well. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Wow. So that's pretty cool. And then that kind of uh, turned into the next thing that we like people like to engage. So I started (laughs) this photo caption contest. Yes, which I love. so every Tuesday around eight o'clock in the morning, if you're trying to like get there right early, I post a new picture every week 
And it's sort of the same concept. People, okay. one comment per person, and then uh, people vote based on the ones they like. And the one who gets the most votes uh, earns usually usually a free beer. Sure. But, but sometimes, like this fall, I'd, I'd gotten some free uh, brewer's tickets, and we'd, oh, we'd awesome. given those away, too, to try to keep it interesting. Very cool. Oh, I love it. They always crack me up, you know. And the fun part about it is it's it's continuous, so I'll find it at 10 o'clock at night. I'll find it in 2 in the afternoon. And, and people so. still come on it. And <laughs> I, I originally wanted I was going to do the awards, like, at the end of Tuesday, but there was still so many more comments coming in. Absolutely. I typically wait till. About Thursday now. Okay. Okay. To garner the award because just for the first forty-eight hours, there's so much buzz going on. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to stop it too early. Sure. Absolutely. And I know, kind of talking about social media posts and things like that, and going back to what we were talking about with naming your beers, I thought it was really cool. The most recent post that I saw was that I believe it was an employee of yours came up with an idea for like a sour beer mm-hmm. that you guys had brewed. So is this a common thing that you guys have? You're looking for suggestions, and if so, how can people get those to you? We'll always take suggestions. The bartenders kind of keep a list themselves oh, awesome. as well. But yeah, I, I, from day one, I had told my staff, I said, I, I want everybody to understand the process of brewing. And so I'm going to allow you to to be assistant brewmaster for the day. Oh, cool. This is usually a four or $500 value. Okay. If somebody's like, oh, I, I so want to brew with you, Adam. What is it? You know, it's, it's usually like four four or $500 sure, value sure. To, to come on and, and me to kind of designate a day for you. But, sure. but I want every one of my staff members to do this. And they get to develop the recipe and help name the beer and be there for the release. They've been pretty cool. pretty excited about it. So Beth was the latest one, and she's a musician. Okay. And uh, so Stradivari is famous for his Stradivarius violins. Okay. Invented it. And so we named it Stradivari Sour. And it's got cranberries, orange peel, and almonds. Oh, yummy. And it's very good. We love it. And then she also had this old unfixable violin. Okay. And she allowed me to chop it up and turn that into the tap handle. <gasps> so the tap handle oh, is a violin. Oh my gosh, that is so creative. Isn't I love it. Love it. We'll have to get a picture of that. Post that on social media. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so some other things, of course, that we've noticed on your social media that's really exciting is that you guys are offering a new science series that's located at Inventors Brew Pub. So tell us a little bit about that. Right. Since uh, my wife and I are really big into engineering and just want to fit the inventor's theme very well, I've become a real big supporter of STEAM education. Okay. STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Math. Okay. And these are sort of skills that they're starting to try to bring into elementary schools and high schools because they need more architects and engineers in these technical fields. And we're just going to start them at an earlier age. Sure. So I'm a big supporter of it. I've been sponsoring the uh, high school's uh, robot team. Okay, sure, the robotics team. team. Very cool. And I just want to find more ways to get the community involved with STEAM education. So I started this program. The first one is uh, 3D printing. I just bring my 3D printer down. Oh, wow. 3D print some snowflakes. They go pretty fast, about 8 to 10 minutes. Okay. And then you can give a white snowflake to your mom or your grandma or something. Oh, that's so sweet. And it's just a in- nice intro. And I'm going to bring a bunch of other 3D printed stuffs that people can play with at all these events. Oh, very cool. Uh, the next one after that, we're going to build uh, bristle bots. This is you take a toothbrush and you chop off the handle and just keep the bristles. And you can glue some googly eyes on there. Oh, my gosh. And a little cell phone uh, vibrating motor yeah. with a battery. And you need to put some pipe cleaners on there to help balance it. Otherwise, okay. it'll fall over. And okay. you just you just turn it on. The sucker starts buzzing all oh. over the table. It's kind of, it can have races with it. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> this sounds so cool. Okay, can I like go back to being a kid? Because I would totally have fun. Yeah, with we're this. targeting eight to fourteen year olds. Okay. But I realized that fourteen to eighteen is in high school. Sure. And I want to offer soldering and programming and stuff like that. Absolutely. And if you're eighteen years old and you've never had an opportunity before to solder, I don't want to limit it. Sure. So sure. I'm, I'm really targeting eight to fourteen. So it might be like this is too childlike, but I still want to open it up to all kids. Oh, that's great. That's great for parents to know and even for our teenagers. That's and the awesome. only thing I ask is like each kid brings their own parent that stays there to right. be a chaperone. Absolutely. But we're going to do the second Saturdays every month from 9 to 11 a.m. Excellent. Oh, that is super exciting. I know when I saw that, I'm like, oh, we got to share that. We got to tell everybody. So I understand that you guys also offer something else at Inventors Brew Pub during the winter. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh, uh, Sure. The um, the winter market used to be a, a a main street event and was held at a church across town. Okay. And uh, last year we kind of got our foot in the door and we were hosting fifty percent of these indoor farmers markets, but we just call it the Port Washington Winter Market. Okay. The vendors had such great response from us that they wanted us to host all of them. Okay. So we're hosting all of them. It's the first and third Saturday of each month. Okay. November through April. Oh, wow. It goes from 9 a.m. till 1 p.m., and it's it's fantastic. The, the vendors bring such good wintery stuff. We got honey and cupcakes and uh, mittens and elk meat and canned goods. And oh, so cool. Vegetables and popcorn and kombucha. There's just so many different products that people bring. And then we also sell Bloody Marys. And breakfast burritos. Oh, yummy. So that the people stay hungry and, and hydrated. Absolutely. I like it. Very cool. <laughs> so besides all the fun things that are happening in Inventors Brew Pub and just things going on during the week, can somebody host an event or, you know, have a party of some kind at your location? We, we do have like a, a, they used to call it the banquet hall. We like to call it the beer hall. Okay. Because it has these big chandeliers in there and a large 16 foot long community table. Uh, yeah, we've hosted weddings and uh, wedding rehearsal dinners okay. and bridal showers and, and that sort of stuff in the past. Yep, they just contact us. We'll we'll try to work with you to utilize the space. It's just Wonderful. kind of fun to do. Fun, fun. So where can our listeners learn more about Inventors Brew Pub? Uh, the best part is probably online, either our website at inventorsbrewpub.com or Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Those are probably the best ways, or my best is just show up and see the place for yourself. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I want to thank you so much, Adam, for being on the show today. You made this a lot of fun for me, and, and really, I promise, I'm coming in, I'm getting some beer. I'm going to hold you to that. Okay, and I'm getting some poutine, too, so I'm excited for that. All right, thanks. <laughs> you bet. When we come back, you'll get a chance to hear a sneak preview about January's episode. Don't go away. You won't want to miss this. In lieu of the changed tax laws, consider planning ahead and making a tax preparation appointment with Donahue & Associates. Visit us online at donahuecpa.biz. Grafton is the perfect location to stay and play during the holidays. Bring family and friends together and get out of the cold. November 15, 2018 through January 15, 2019, stay at Grafton's Premier Hotels, the Hampton Inn & Suites, or our new location, Town Place Suites by Marriott, and receive a discounted rate for the hotel's Home for the Holidays special. Please call either of our locations to receive your special rate. Plan ahead and reserve our gathering spaces for your holiday party or family reunion. For more information about either of our locations or to book your stay, please go to www. 
graftonsuites.hamptonin.com or www.marriott.com slash mkegf. Next time on Getaway to Grafton, we will be exploring some of the unique museums that Ozaki County has to offer. Join us as we hear from the Cedarburg Arts Museum and the Wisconsin Museum of Quilts and Fiber Arts. For more information about both of these Grafton Chamber members, please visit our website at grafton-wi.org. To all of our listeners, if you like what you've heard on today's episode, we'd love for you to share, review, and subscribe to Getaway to Grafton. Be sure to check out our latest episodes on our Facebook pages, Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce, and Celebrate Grafton. If there's anything you'd like to know about today's episode, we'll have all the links and resources available to you in our show notes. For more information about Getaway to Grafton and the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce, please visit us at grafton-wi.org. On behalf of myself and the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce Tourism Promotion and Development Committee, thank you so much for listening. See you next time.